so you here? Ah, <laughs> I, I just wanted to be sure you're here. You know, to, to err is human. To forgive, divine. To be here, well, that means you're listening to the Paul Leslie Hour. And if you ask the host of the Paul Leslie Hour, that'd be Paul, by the way. I'm the announcer, Dan. Paul says it's those moments of honesty where someone isn't afraid to tell it like it is. That's where the magic's at. Such is the case with this interview from the archives. You're about to hear the E.L. Woody interview. Now, his birth name was Edward Lee Woody, but his professional name was E.L. Woody. A lot of people called him the king of the paparazzi. What a claim to fame that is. Now, Woody was born in Orange, Texas in 1946, but spent most of his life in California. E.L. Woody passed away in 2017. So in this brisk interview, the king of the paparazzi, E.L. Woody, told the truth about the business of photographing and filming celebrities and how he started in the profession to rise to the very top. And in this interview, he was a bit gruff, but uh, accommodating. You see, there just aren't many interviews with E.L. Woody out there. You know, you can help us in our mission in a way that's completely free and easy. Wow, sounds like a song title. Just look up The Paul Leslie Hour on YouTube and subscribe. And for goodness sakes, ding, ding. Ring that bell while you're at it. Okay, I think it's time to get this interview out there. We hope you enjoy hearing what E.L. Woody had to say. For those of you tuning in on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, this is episode number 800. Just thought we should mention that as well. Here it is, the E.L. Woody interview. Ladies and gentlemen, our special guest is a videographer, archiver, someone who has documented Hollywood for 30 years, the king of the paparazzi, E.L. Woody. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. I think most stories are best from the beginning. Where were you born? In Texas. And how did you get an interest in photography? I started shooting pictures when I was in the Army. When I got out, I got a Nikon and started shooting even more. Went from there to being a magazine photographer for Easy Riders for 10 years on the road. And then came to their office in Malibu, and they kept me on as staff there. And I moved into Malibu, and the stars sought me out because I was a magazine photographer. Back then, it wasn't a paparazzi. You were the guy who could get them in the magazines. So they lived in in Malibu. I lived in Malibu. So they came in and got me. And they called me to all these different places. And I started off shooting movie stars. Can you express what it is specifically about photography that you enjoy? Taking pictures. I like taking good pictures. They're a real, it's a real pleasure to get the, you know, a technically great photograph 
that's what I do it for. Plus, it pays used to pay good. It doesn't pay worth a damn anymore. Can you remember the first star that you photographed? First one I actually photographed, probably Jen Michael Benson. That I traveled with him for almost two years, shooting him at the height of his career. He was. He was uh, the star of uh, Winds of War when I met him. And I would go on the set with him. He would take me on the set, meet all the actors and stuff. I would take pictures. And we were shooting for an article for People magazine at that time. And then it just kept going. I, he, we were, he took me off to do a movie in Florida. I got my SAG card doing that. And when we came back, he got a a series called Airwolf, and he took me there for the very first day shoot. And, you know, I continued for quite a while until his career kind of dumped and got out of control. I've been shooting since then, you know. Can you tell us about photographing Mary Crosby? Yeah, Mary was in that movie I was that I went to Florida with Jana, and she was the co-star on the movie, so we became friends in Florida. When I came back, from Florida, I was in. I wasn't working for Easy Rider anymore. I was shooting for, I think, Wee Magazine. I think I was roving editor for Wee Magazine at that time. And Mary had, you know, we were friends. So Mary, we had huge fires in Malibu in '83, and she had saved her horses. And Star Magazine wanted to do a story about her saving her horses. So she didn't trust their photographers. So she asked me to come take pictures of her for the magazine. And I paid $500 for a two-page spread. So it turned out beautiful. And at that point, I decided, wow, this is what I need to be shooting is stars instead of motorcycles. And that's where it started. Mary Crosby started me off doing it. She's the one that introduced me to Star Magazine, and they became huge customers afterwards. I had access to all the stars, still do, so now that helps when you're doing stories. Like I said, you know, lots of people just call it paparazzi, and I allow it because it annoys them, and I just love to annoy them. hit morons. <laughs> and... Actually, what I am is a magazine photographer. You know, I had my first magazine cover in 1972. So I don't really care what they call me as long as they pay me. And what was the cover? It was 1972. Who who was it? I was working for a racing magazine back there, straightaway magazine for was a like a NASCAR, it wasn't NASCAR, it was like a level below NASCAR in Houston, and it was the uh, Jimmy Johnston, who was uh, uh, one of the race drivers. What is the photograph that you are the most proud of? Oh, I, well, the one I got paid the most for. <laughs> you know, I'm a businessman, this is, I'm in business, this is what I do. I love my great photographs, but I'd much rather be paid for them. I have to pay the rent. This is a hard job. I've got every pinhead in the world with an iPhone thinking he's a photographer out there competing with these days. They charge nothing. They pay no taxes. It's hard to compete with them. How did you transition into doing video? 
Actually, uh, Sylvester Stallone had rammed my car 14 times with his bodyguard after I'd caught him coming out of a nightclub one night with his with a date while his fiance was in France. It was like 91, I think. And he chased me in his Mercedes, and his bodyguard was ramming me with his car. And they both ended up piling up in the street, and I drove away. So when Stallone's lawyer was grilling me and trying to intimidate me, one of the questions he asked was, uh, Mr. Woody, uh, when Mr. Stallone was allegedly ramming your vehicle, uh, did you have a video camera at that time? And I looked at him and says, no, but I will next time. I took my settlement from that case and went out and bought a brand new Sony three chip video cameras. That's what started the business. Thank you, Mr. Stallone. Who out there in Hollywood is the most entertaining? Like some people are jerks, of course, but who do you see coming out of a restaurant or what have you? And you think, oh, this is a good guy. Oh, I don't know. I don't look at them that way. They're just photographic subjects to me. I can care less. There's nobody out there that is pleasant, or are they mostly unpleasant? I don't know. I They're just not in my world. Hmm. They learn not to get close to these people. They're maniacs, nut jobs, weirdos, most of them. Elliot Mintz is a publicist who has told a lot of his clients that when you are about, that they should talk to you. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I make stars, you know. And believe it or not, I discovered Paris Hilton and made her a star. Discovered, you know, I had the first pictures of Marky Mark or Mark Wahlberg in People Magazine. He's always thanked me for that. We make stars. We are stars. We're part of the publicity machine. We are the publicity machine. And that's something that a lot of people don't think about. They just, the, the word paparazzi has got a negative connotation to some people. But when the paparazzi stops taking pictures of the stars, then they're not stars anymore. Yeah, that's true. We make them stars and we make them not stars. There's no greater satisfaction in taking one of these little pompous asses that thinks they're just too good to come out and turn your back on them. I refuse to shoot them. Is there anybody right now that you refuse to shoot? Justin Bieber. Is it because he's a brat? Don't like him. <laughs> now, tell us about some of the footage that you have. There's something to the effect of 4,000 hours of footage. Maybe 5,000. When a television station needs footage, they go to you. Yeah. It's networks, not stations. I don't deal with locals. I don't do local news. I don't do local anything. I only do national or international. What do you think about Charlie Sheen? Not much these days. What about your own personal interests? Are you interested in, do you enjoy going to movies? No. What do you do with leisure time, if you have any? I work. So it's a pretty grueling existence. That's fine. Do you have any hopes for where this is all going to go? Is there a, a, next, a next step in this business? Well, it would be nice if, like, the INS would come in and sweep up all these foreigners that are here 
being paparazzi on the street, paying no taxes and selling their stuff for nothing on the open market. That would be nice. So a lot of these competitors, they are people who've come into the country illegally. Oh, yeah, there's a huge contingent. I say of uh, Brazilians are really the pain in the ass these days. And then you've got the Armenians, and then you've got the uh, Argentinians. All three of those have really big concentrations. And they, of course, they go out late at night. In the evenings when the INS or whatever they call that these days, ICE doesn't work. And they don't pay taxes. They sell their stuff for nothing. And ruined the market. Despite all this, are there still paparazzi out there, photographers out there that have integrity? Where? In Hollywood. Tell me one. I mean, I have to admit, I know you and I know Henry Trepler. That's it. That's the, that's the only two. What is the best thing about being E.L. Woody? I don't have to put up with bullshit from anybody. Being self-employed. Well, that's part of it. All the listeners out there, they can visit you online. The website, they can go to youtube.com slash poptv.com. That's P-O-P-T-V-D-O-T-C-O-M. So, Mr. Woody, thank you very much for giving us your time. I do appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's thepaulleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, the entertainer, written by Scott Joplin. End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano, the traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.